Hey everybody, it's day three of Odin Disc Golf Bags Stuff and Things. Really thinking about changing that name, but you know, <laughs> it's it's a good name. I like it. it. It works, and I got my buddy this evening, Sean Rajiro or Ra- Rajiero, uh, however you want to pronounce it. Um, There's many different ways to say it. Yeah, either one of those is okay. I say Rajiro. Yeah, that's more on the Spanish side, I think. Um, but uh, you know, what, what, what are you gonna do? So, um, basically, what we're talking about this evening, Sean. Uh, t- tell tell us a little bit about yourself and your experience in disc golf, and like where I'm at. Yeah, yeah. What's your well? What's, first what's of all, angle? you know my name is Sean Rogero, 33. I've only been disc golfing for about two years. Uh, I picked it up. First place I played was at Pier Park with my cousin uh, Ryan Nations, um, and uh, yeah, I was hooked right off the bat. Yeah, uh, I'm, I worked. I started playing. Just constantly, all the time. I was hitting Milo, Timber, uh, Pier. Uh, I started Lunchtime League uh, with D-God last year. was my first one. Right. Didn't miss a single one. I think they still owe me a disc for that. <laughs> <laughs> Going to collect from Sam Gibson. Right. Um, uh, right now, I'm playing advanced. I committed this year to playing nothing but advanced tournaments. Uh, I'm trying to move my game up fast and efficient at the same time, which is really hard to do. Right. Um, and that's the cool thing is like right now you're playing in advance, you know the level that you can play at, but right now your rating doesn't really reflect advanced. <laughs> right, right. My rating is actually 858. Right. But I committed to advanced uh, at the beginning before this year even turned over uh, because like I said, I'm trying to push myself. And in my defense, that 858 is a lot from leftover from last year, which was I had a really... Uh, rough time at the end of the season but mm-hmm. this year i've played uh, i think uh, two b tiers already so far and i've shot over 900 in all but one of those rounds out of a total of six rounds two rounds of 27 in one tournament at the disco ball yeah both of those were 920 something 926 922 and you felt like when you played those rounds i was like around what you should be playing at right oh now. yeah absolutely like that sealed the deal for me about the decision to go to advanced mm-hmm. I, that was i was good i'm like okay and then i just played lake and sea last weekend fell apart the second round of that that tournament but i came back and really really got my stuff together in the third round and shot a 942 which is my highest so far and that's one thing that i was i've been thinking about as far as like what the real levels are between intermediate, advanced, and, and professional. And, like, tell me what you think of this. Like, I think when you play intermediate, like, you're at this level, like, I need... So, I, I don't have the tools that I need yet. Like, Yeah, I'm, there's, a, there's a, uh, definitely an amount of uncertainty in your game in intermediate level. Yeah, so you're still learning how to, like, drive it far. You know, you're really kind of like, yeah. you know, you get a lot of shank shots. But then... Then there's the advanced level where you can throw the far shots, you can putt well, and you you have had like killer rounds. Like you know your your best rounds are getting close to what like those top pros are doing. But you did that once, you know that one time when you know your sister Sally was there, and you know you just were feeling good that day, and she, <laughs> yeah. and so a lot of a lot of the universe is aligned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and but then so you, you you put yourself up to that level, and you're like I should be able to play pro, but you don't have that consistency and so the advanced level players are like hey i can play really well and i can throw the disc really far but when it comes to a tournament i just don't do that 
and then right. I think I have an advantage when it comes to tournaments because I play a lot better when the pressure's on. Yeah, I don't know why it is casual round. I mean, you know, I mean the casual round. First of all, I don't care. It's a casual round, right? You know, yeah. But I, yeah. I work on. I'm I'm more focused during a tournament. I'm I'm more to. I don't know. I mean, everybody's different. I would imagine, or similar. Who knows? But mine is just I play better under pressure. Yeah, uh, but That's yeah, mine. Go ahead. Not. Oh, I was gonna say, not me, man. I uh, personally like, and it's different. It's weird because like I've I've seen that I've been playing PDGA events for probably I don't know. Like I, I started in two thousand seven, and there are certain people that when they go out to a tournament, all of a sudden they just turn on their their, their game face, or you know they just have that confidence, and and yeah. then they just play with confidence the whole time. Boom, they just kill it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then it's just a really like it's all about confi- confidence. But then like confidence only lasts so long. You know, you can't go out and just say I'm going to be confident every time I go. Right. Well, there's and there's a, uh, a a lot more than just confidence. It's getting over those bad holes without flipping out. You know, it's letting the bad shots go mm-hmm. and making up for making up for them further down the uh, on the course instead of just making it worse by getting in your head. I still have a big problem with that. Yeah, I think uh, we all do. Yeah, I'm totally... That is my one of my main focuses right now is to get my attitude right on the course mm-hmm. and uh, let every shot go. Good or bad, let it go. Celebrate it for what it is at the moment, let it go. You're on the next hole. Yeah, it's That's like, what I've been focusing on. Like that movie Frozen. I haven't seen that movie. Oh, you know the song? Let yeah. it go, <laughs> let it go. You're not gonna get me to sing, Nick. Why not? Because, but yeah. So you gotta let it go. <laughs> um, that's what I think. You know, anytime I have a bad shot, I just imagine the you know the ice princess throwing ice. All that's over what the you place. imagine. You literally imagine an ice princess. You know, it depends. How does that work for you? It hasn't worked I said, yet. Well, you know, I've seen you sink some putts, so... I do, yeah, we yeah. We teamed up you know? down there at Disco Ball for that double drop oh, before yeah, we started. Oh, right. uh, yeah, yeah, we, we ended up shooting pretty well there. What was it, like uh, 10, We shot 10 down. 10 under. Yeah, we got second holes. place. Well, I was, dude, I was nervous during that little doubles round. That was the first time I got to play with you, and yeah, I, was, I was feeling like, well, shit, he's playing pro. <laughs> I gotta, pardon my language, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta keep up. Right. So I was sweating that round, man. <laughs> See, yeah, that's the thing is I'm I'm um I play pro, but I'm at that level. There's this like bubble between advanced and open that I live in, which is called the bubble. Right. And so I'll play open tournaments and when I play my game, I'll I'll get last cash. If I play above my game, I'll get better than last cash if i don't play my game i don't cash okay. you know what i mean but if i play advanced i'll probably like get top three every tournament and i don't want to do that because you know we called beggar yeah know, people get called beggars well i mean kenny hall does it kenny hall does it you know and that's the thing the novice did if it. you're listening kenny move up dude yeah it it's been called yeah oh man yeah i mean we great dude though love that yeah guy. kenny is an guy. awesome awesome guy yeah, great um, baby little little baby girl that's my little princess she's so cute <laughs> oh my god yeah yeah the oregon uh community has you know we we got some real competitive disc golf you know and um you can you could be up to 970 i believe like i think i have even seen like victor cervantes at like 980 playing advanced tournaments you know what i mean and it's yeah. Just well, like, I mean, technically, anywhere from like nine, nine, 
20 or 30 to 970, you can play advanced. Dude, totally. I mean, I mean, even up, I mean, you, you can play advanced till you want, but without any like heat from the from everybody else, but who you cares? Get, get away with it for honestly, yeah. like, who cares? Like, people will call yeah, you a beggar, it's like, whatever, you know, like, play your game. sure, I'm a beggar, but maybe that's why the novice came up to pro like for lewis for example you know he played advanced for as long as i feel like he could um and yeah, then he wants I, to go play open and now he's doing he's finishing the top of open and here i am yeah lewis is a, a fellow squad member well actually i'm a squad member he's the he's actual sponsor pro for salient uh, but yeah i met him and he was already playing um pro so i didn't know how about how long did he play in advance for? Oh man, I mean it. You know, it seemed like he wrote it out a little bit. Um, you know, he was playing in advance still when I was playing in open. Um, but you know, he was on his own agenda, and you know, it, it, and and I have no place to judge because obviously he's much better and he has a better rating than I do now. So uh, I mean, he has been know, crushing humble it pie in your face. Yeah, that taste. <laughs> Yeah, it tastes wonderful. <laughs> I have it all the time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That'd be my fair share. Yeah, I think we all have. But like that kind of gets me. Uh, you know, we were talking about it earlier, uh, kind of the topic of conversation this evening, which is getting angry when you play <laughs> disc golf. Meltdowns. You take that shot. You take that drive, and it's been ten. 15 minutes you've had to wait for the next group on the on the pad and you're and you're like ah, i can do this i can do this like i've been thinking about this shot for the last 15 minutes waiting because the tournament's playing so slow and then you walk up and you shank it <laughs> and then you watch the disc fly and you're hopeful and then it hits the first tree and then your stomach falls to your feet and you say ah oh. Cuss word. Cuss word. <laughs> or uh, you don't say anything and you just let it build up. You know, like, anger when you play disc golf. And, like, really how everybody is affected by... Well, anger. okay, first of all, there's no denying it. Everybody is affected one way or another. We all want to rage. You know, to put it bluntly. We all want to flip out at one point and just either throw something, kick something, break something, scream... Yell, holler, whatever. Yeah. And we're always going to want to do that. But how do we get around that is is the question, is the key. Well, I mean, uh, a wise man named um, Chubbs once said, you know, go to your happy place. <laughs> um, I believe I oh, believe he really? got he got put in by an alligator or crocodile or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it didn't even, well, it bit his hand off, it didn't even bite him the second time, he was already dead. Fell out the damn window. Ah, uh, Chubbs. Yeah. Miss you, man. Real happy Gilmore. <laughs> but, yeah, man, go, go to your happy place. One thing that I, uh, I've i kind of been really training myself to do is, like, whenever I have a bad hole and I start getting angry, number one, it's because I have expectations. Like, when I walk up yeah. to a hole and I expect to do well on it because like I'm like well shoot I'm kind of behind right now I need to go up and I need to like do really good on this hole so I expect myself to do good and I, if I have to do it and then I don't I get pissed yeah it does make it a lot worse when you really really need to make that drive or make that putt 
uh, and you're already having a rough time, so you're already sour and, you know, kind of aggro about it. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know, if it just gets worse, it's going to make your attitude worse. So I could totally agree with that. Um, that is one way to... Well, and that's what I'm saying is like one thing that I've been – that's been helping me with walking up to um, a drive is not having expectations, trying to remove my expectations for a round because when I, I – I've always noticed when I walk up to a throw and I'm like, I have to do this, I'll generally F it up. But when I walk up to a drive and I say, can I do this, all of a sudden like my whole – mindset changes and I'm like instead of like thinking I have to do it and like being nervous about it I say can I do it and then and then when you say can it just like spurs like a whole different thought process in your head and you're like well if I was able to do this I would have to throw it on a hyzer line and I'd have to throw it this far but when you say I have to do this you just walk up and you're just like okay I'm nervous I'm nervous let's just just do this just do this and then boom you know you don't think about it and then you, you shank it yeah yeah absolutely well one thing that I changed in my game that uh, helped immensely uh, especially with situations like that is every time I walk up to the tee pad now I take two practice walk ups you know two practice swings Mm-hmm. At the minimum. And I'll walk back and I'll get ready to throw. And uh, if it feels good, you know, I'll throw. But I've been taking my time, making sure that my head is clear and that I'm not just focusing on that last hole or anything other than the drive. And uh, lately, 90% of those times, I've gotten way better results than I would have if I would have done, you know, like you said, just run up there, be nervous, and throw. So it's a lot about... Uh, just taking the extra time to do a couple of little walk-ups, you know, just to clear your head a little bit from the last hole. If You know, this is saying, I do it every time, but this is really helpful if you had a bad hole or bad putt, whatever. You double bogged the last hole. Walk up a couple of times. Get the feel for it. Take your time. Get ready. And then make the decision. Follow your line. I mean, just follow through do and hit. You'll hit your line more times than you won't if you take the time to just take a couple of seconds before you throw right yeah so yeah that's one thing i've definitely learned too is when i don't take my time i i i agree i i shank it yeah you get nervous and you just walk up and you're like yeah. do it okay it's done i mean some people will swear just the opposite they'll be like if i take my time then i'm gonna screw up because it gets in my head totally understandable if that's the way that you work then that's the way that you work yeah and just follow these instructions completely opposite <laughs> everybody's different everybody's different and everybody sure. and that's and I, I think like the most sage advice that I can give to anybody who has not been playing for I I think I've been playing for almost 10,000 hours you know I think that definitely wait wait how long is 10,000 hours that's technically the you know there's a book on 10,000 hours like if you play play something or do something for 10,000 hours you will become a professional level did you write this book? Yeah, man. No, I didn't. I, 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 didn't, I, didn't, I didn't write this book. Anyway, seriously, that's a book. Like, okay, yeah, so, okay, yeah. Look that's it up. It's, it's by some guy. Right. I can't remember. Got right it. Um, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, regardless, what I, where I was getting at in that is um, that. Oh man, I totally forgot. You lost it. <laughs> I did. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I do that. I'm distracting sometimes. Um, yeah, but I guess 
where I was going to go with that is that I was going to kind of give tips to some people that I guess the 10,000 hours thing was to say, hey, I am um, kind of, I have some sage advice to give, although I'm not a thousand rated player. Right. Gotcha. Okay. So, so yeah, I mean, you've got experience to share. Yes. 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 Yeah, and, for sure. Um, That's totally understandable. I've been playing two years. But any chance I get, I'll help somebody out. Right. In and, and, and my I think, opinion, you know, I, I mean, I can't tell them facts because everybody's different. But I give them options is what it is. Yeah. Give them options. Well, and, that, and that's the thing is everybody has something to give. And I think that's that's a really important thing to to, to know is, is that you can learn anything from anybody. You know, For just sure. because your rating is higher than somebody – like maybe like my rating's higher than yours right now. It doesn't mean that you're better than me. Right. Or excuse me, I'm better than you. Right. Um, absolutely. I mean, um, because you have something. If I listen, what what's it gonna hurt just to, just to listen? You know, our, I think in in disc golf, our egos really get in the way. And that yeah, that could be a killer, man. One thing I will do is I don't care who you are. If you tell me something, I'll listen to it, and I may even try it out. You know, because I'm not gonna know if it works if I don't try it. Right. Simple as that. Right. I don't care if you're a novice or if you're a pro. It doesn't matter. Advice is advice. You take it or leave it, which is, you know, whatever. But I think that there's always something to come, something that can come out of everybody's advice, whether it be big or small. Yep. We, we stand to benefit, is what I'm saying. So, yeah, I mean, like, I think doing doing these podcasts, although I'm not you know, your Paul McBeth's, your, you know, Michael Johansson, Nate Doss, Nathan Sexton, you know, like those, those big names, you know, um, not yet. Sure. Well, that's the thing is, uh, what's the difference between us and those guys, you know, like they, they about 6,000 putts a day. I know they (laughs) they practice a lot. Like, those 10, yeah. 10, like anybody that's rated a, a 10, 10 or over. It's amazing. They have to be practicing a lot. You know, oh, like, yeah. I mean, it's they, their job. That's how they survive. Right. Well, I mean, I think that there's this, uh, this kind of barrier where if you don't play every day, you're not going to get over a specific level. I think, I think a casual player could get up to a thousand ratings. Mm, how casual though? Ah, uh, I think you know, like I, I think a casual player's max rating is just a, just over a thousand. But what do you mean by casual? Like how how casual? Two to three times a week. Really? You think they can? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess obviously it's possible, but realistic? Mm. No, I mean there are people who play two to three times a week that are a thousand or. A thousand oh, I'm sure or there are people that do it, but not very many. Yeah. Yeah. Probably not. I mean, and and I think it all also depends on where where you're playing, what tournaments you decide to play in. See, I think there's a lot of thousand rated players that don't go outside of their their comfort zone, you know. Sure. And so, like, that makes say sense. they have their local tournament that they play in every year, mm-hmm. and they're thousand rated because they only play tournaments in right. one course. Exactly. That they know. So that makes sense. Comfort comfort zone. Yeah, yeah. But because then that's you, where they're they're good. You, you know, throw them out of state. And then watch their ratings go down fifty points. Oh yeah, you know and absolutely. Um, that and that's what that's another thing about the touring pros is like, do they go play everywhere? Yeah, I'm I'm pretty stoked, man. I can't wait to start touring. 
Yeah, it's yeah. It's going to be epic. Heck yeah. I mean, that's all of our dreams, you know. Greg uh, Sutton and I have plans to tour. Yeah, that guy's awesome. Yeah. Um, he's really putting it together. He started playing open this year. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he, he did and better. he's placed no, a couple of spots. Disco ball, he did, he did great, didn't yeah, he? Yeah, he got what? What did he get at disco ball? Fifth? Yeah, he did. He did great, yeah. man. First, like, first two rounds, he was tied with uh, Doss. Right, right. Or I'm sorry, the first round. He, after the first round, he's tied with Doss. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, they were both. Uh, yeah, well, I caddied for for Greg, and uh, Nate was right behind us. So that was that was kind of cool to see too. Yeah. But anyway, Greg, yeah, he is a putting machine. Yeah. Uh, I try and take pages out of his putting book. And I'll tell you what, man, he's when he's on, which is every time, he's unstoppable. He's got potential to go all the way. Yeah, yeah. To the top. So, anyways, um, outside of that, pretty much, yeah. With anger, to conclude the thought, it you know it's it, it's never ever a um, a good thing to be angry. Although you can feel like you're angry, it's never a good thing. Um, take it from me. I started out playing for the first three, four years and I just, you know what? Getting angry is just what I do, you know? And, and, and that's when I played disc golf. And, and then I realized number one, it, it, it's really not fun for people you're playing with. But number two, number two, that, that anger keeps going. It keeps going hole after hole after hole. And then you notice that you have a round where you're shooting like four under and then you have one bad hole and then you get mad. And then you bogey. And then you bogey again. And then you bogey again. Then you seven P. And then you seven P. <laughs> and then you bogey right. again. And then and you're and then you're and, and then you just keep getting madder until you get past that point of, oh, there's no way I'm cashing anymore. Yeah. And then and then you and then don't, you care, don't anymore. care. And, and then, then you start you doing start better. Playing good. <laughs> yeah. It's everybody. 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 Everybody does that. So stop the bleeding. That's yes. that's the ultimate goal. If you I get mad, stop the effing bleeding ASAP. Screw getting your birdie on the next hole. Lower your standards. Yep. Lower your standards. Take that lay up, take lay that up, birdie off that pedestal. People <laughs> par golf wins tournaments. No, I don't care no. who you are. Well, no. Uh, you, I, you know, I, in, I, in, I, in bad situations. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Par golf wins tournaments. Yep. Yep. You know, take that that that's Assuming you're taking your birdies when you have them, you gotta you gotta go to okay. the par before you win the ball. Bogeys, par golf win tournaments. Yeah, yeah. Don't argue with me. Okay, I know it, what I'm talking about. I've been a, playing this shit for it's years. It's a party. Anyways, I uh, I do agree with you 100, percent man. Yeah, you gotta let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. And that concludes. Uh, we have no rights to that song, by the, the way. Podcast. We were singing it. That was our own version. Oh, totally. <laughs> totally. Yes. Good night. Good night. And farewell.